Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel. If you want to get to know me or comment on my episodes or want to suggest me a new book to review or maybe your own book to review, please email me at whimsicalreviews11 at the rate of gmail.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook by the name whimsicalreviews. Since I'm a monster when it comes to reading books, I read maybe like two to three books a day so I kind of feel like I won't be able to review every book that I read because some of them might get a bit you know vanilla because I read a lot of Meals and Boone novels and I think I can't review all of them so I do try to review them all in my Instagram page and uh, in my Facebook page so if you follow me in my Instagram or Facebook you can see my reviews on other Meals and Boone uh, books that I read at present I'm reading Carol Mortimer so just check out my Instagram page or Facebook page and you will see my reviews on that, that profile too. And if you want me to review your book, please drop me a DM in Instagram or Facebook and I'll be happy to do so. My email address, Instagram account and Facebook account details will be posted in the description of the story. Please check it out. Just a small disclaimer before I start reviewing this book. This book deals with a few sensitive issues such as rape, uh, victim psychology and uh, a lot of uh, things that might be triggering to a few of my listeners. So if you are uncomfortable with it, if you don't want to listen about it, uh, please, uh, please, uh, you can check out my next videos that I'll be uploading soon or my previous episode and uh, stop uh, listening to this episode immediately. Thank you. Also a disclaimer that this episode is going to be a bit longer than my previous episodes and my future episodes because I will be talking a lot about uh, rape and uh, its psychology on the victims etc etc. So please please listen to it and I hope it's not only enjoyable but also a bit educational for you all as well. Thank you. In my last episode, I reviewed Carol Mortimer's The Passionate Lover and after I had uploaded it, I realized that I didn't really say anything nice about the book. I kept trashing her book saying this and that and I kind of felt bad because, let's be honest, Carol Mortimer has also written a few good books that I really really liked and that's why Today I want to review another one of her books that I read a couple months ago that I personally really liked and I think that it deals with a lot of issues that we are facing in today's world. The book I'm talking about is The Velvet Promise by Carol Mortimer and it was published in the year 1987. So let's begin. Before I started reviewing this book, I was actually confused on how to address a few things in the book because the issues that I want to talk about are actually revealed uh, at the end of the book. Uh, so I didn't really know if I should talk about them in the beginning because then they would be kind of spoilers because they aren't really addressed uh, throughout the book. They are kind of uh, just hinted at and I kind of think that uh, when you're reading the book you kind of suspect that this might have happened but they are clearly mentioned, they are clearly revealed at the end of the book. I was a bit confused on uh, whether I should just blatantly tell you outright what happens at the end of the book or should I just keep it as it is and then just reveal it at the end of the book. But uh, I have decided to just tell you what happens beforehand because I think if I tell you 
what happens then i can discuss it more specifically i can discuss it more elaborately as i go through the book the issues that this book deals with is uh, rape and the effect that rape has on the victims and especially the effect that rape has on victims who are actually forced to stay with their rapist for a long period of time the protagonist in this book uh, willow the heroine of this book she is divorced as we see her in the beginning of the book she is divorced and towards the end of the book we find out that she was actually raped by her husband i'm not going to tell you exactly what happens because i don't want to give out too many spoilers before i even begin reviewing the book but uh, i'm just going to tell you that she was raped by her husband and uh, she's scared of her husband as we read the book as i've already told you in the previous uh, episode of carol mortimer in the 1980s and in the 1990s carol mortimer usually focused on the perspective of the heroine we never really find out what's going on in the hero's uh, mind so as we are reading this book we we kind of uh, see what's going through her mind and it's very very obvious that she's very scared of her husband and since the fact that she was raped is revealed towards the end of the book whoever reads the book it's very clear to them that something or the other did happen with her husband because she's so scared of him so uh, i don't really know if carol mortimer wrote this book with the intention of addressing rape or uh, the effect rape has on a person's psychology i don't really know if she did it i i hope she does and i think she does because she addresses it pretty extensively in this book and i really want to applaud her for doing this because this book was written in the 1987 uh, 1980s so uh, i don't think these kind of things were generally addressed during that point of time but the way she wrote it it was amazing i mean i read the book and i really really liked it i i was i was told uh, of in my last episode by one of my friends that i say really really a lot so i'm i really want to apologize to you if i keep saying that anyways the book addresses this thing very uh, realistically because i have read a lot of books where it is mentioned that the protagonist is raped and they are scared but i don't think it is explained as extensively as it is explained in this book because as we read the book we kind of see her f- reaction to her ex-husband and the way she's scared we are going to talk about it more as we review the book so uh, let's start the book begins with our female protagonist willow sitting in a restaurant with her 4-year-old daughter danny they're in jersey but they aren't the residents of this place willow actually lives in london where she is a very popular fashion designer and she is a promising fashion designer in england now she has two boutiques in other places and she's opening a third one in Jersey. This place also happens to be the one where she was married and her in-laws live here. Now, she's in the restaurant with uh, her daughter and in walks the hero of this book who is Jordan Sinclair. Now, he notices Willow sitting there with his daughter and he approaches her and we find out that he is actually the cousin of her ex-husband Russell Stewart he sits beside her and he's there to talk to her about the fact that her in-laws are actually very sad and they're very angry that she isn't living with them and she is actually living in a hotel now this is the first instance where we find out that everything might not be as hunky dory as we seem because Willow thinks to herself that there is absolutely no way that she is going to live in her in-laws house 
ever again. She's not going to live in that house ever again because she had promised herself that the day she walked out, she was never going back again. So we already know that something very horrible happened to her in that house after she got married. Now, she very openly tells Jordan that she was not going back, but she does tell him that she was going to take Danny with her to visit her in-laws the next day so that they can meet their granddaughter. Uh, and Willow does say that uh, her in-laws are very close with Danny. They really, really love her. But because of something or the other that happened to during her married life, she doesn't want to stay with her in-laws. And it is also mentioned that she was visiting Jersey after three years. Now, Jordan Sinclair is obviously a good-looking man. And uh, she thinks to herself that although her ex-husband Russell is more handsome than Jordan, but there is a rackishness to him that is obviously very attractive. But she does mention that throughout the time that she was married to Russell, she had never really talked to Jordan. So there was never anything going on between them back then. There wasn't any attraction. There was nothing really. But she does notice that she is a little bit attracted to him now that she is seeing him after all these years. Now, the feeling, the emotion that Jordan has towards her is actually very similar to the one that... I talked about in my last episode in Passionate Lover. It's basically that Jordan thinks Willow married his cousin Russell because of his money. Because uh, Russell and his entire family are very, very rich. We also find out that Danny's in-laws are very well-known people in this island. And also that Russell is very rich in his own perspective. He's also rich on his own field. Uh, but anyways, now Jordan thinks that Willow married... Russell because of his money since Willow actually came from a middle-class family and her father worked in the company that Willow's in-laws owned so they started dating when she was 17 now when I read this part because it was mentioned during the conversation that Willow was 17 and Russell was 27 when they got married I kind of cringed because I was like, oh, here we go again. You know, we have Carol Mortimer doing her usual 17, 18, 19, you know, playing very close with the, the age of consent. But later in the book, basically towards the end of the book, we find out that everything is not as it seems. And it's actually understandable. It's completely understandable why uh, the 17-year-old Willow actually had to marry the 27-year-old Russell. But anyways, uh, Willow's father actually worked as a sales manager in Russell's company, in Russell's parents' company. And uh, they started dating and Willow got pregnant. And that's why Russell had to marry her. And during their marriage or before they got married, uh, Russell actually bought Willow's parents an entire house and he promoted Willow's father from a salesperson to the head of sales department. Now obviously from an onlooker's perspective this seems very very fishy because Willow comes from a very middle class family and the moment she marries this really rich guy her parents have a new house, her father is promoted to this very very classy position. Now Jordan thinks that she married Russell for his money, uh, which is actually understandable in this situation. It's very different from the one in Passionate Lover, where the hero actually uh, accused Shelby, who is the heroine of that book, he accused Shelby of uh, marrying his cousin because of his money without any proof, actually. He didn't have any proof in that book. But in this book, actually, as Jordan mentions to Willow that uh, when you got married to Russell, your parents got a new house, your father was promoted to this great position. It seems from the point of view of, of an onlooker that 
Shelby really, uh, I'm so sorry, Willow really was a gold digger and also that she got pregnant and after that they got married. So it kind of seemed like she got pregnant to marry Russell and uh, during their married life, Russell always seemed to be very much in love with Willow, which even more cemented the fact that uh, Willow was using Russell for uh, monetary ends. And then they got divorced after a few years and Willow left him taking a bunch of money with her. Jordan accuses her of all these things and Willow doesn't really defend herself against Jordan, but she does keep thinking that it wasn't her who tricked Russell into marrying her, but it was Russell himself who tricked Willow into marrying him. Now, we aren't really told in what way he tricked her. We are told that in the end of the book, but he did trick her. So right from the bat, we know that uh, everything is not good and that Russell is not as great as a guy as Jordan is showing him up to be. They have a chat and they talk a bit and then Jordan leaves. The next day Willow takes Danny to her in-laws house and uh, we feel a lot of tension between Willow and her in-laws especially her mother-in-law Simone and Willow. She doesn't really like her mother-in-law and the feeling is completely mutual. Her father-in-law David on the other hand seems like a really great guy. He has twinkling eyes and he's very charming towards uh, Willow and uh, she really likes him too. Now Danny is taken to the kitchen with her in-laws so that they can spend quality time together and Willow spends a little bit of time with Jordan who is also there by the way. Uh, he's there and both of them take a walk in the garden and that's when Jordan discloses to Willow that he's attracted to her and that he would like to have an affair with her. Now. Willow immediately she is shocked she doesn't really know what to say because uh, Jordan is very upfront about his feelings he doesn't play around he just point blank tells her that I am attracted to you I would like to have an affair with you but make no mistake I am not in love with you so don't think that you can play me around the way you did with my cousin and don't think that I'm ever gonna marry you or I'm gonna show you that I love you. I don't really have any sort of feelings towards you. I'm just sexually attracted towards you and that's why I think both of us should have an affair. Now, the moment he says that, Willow kind of escapes but she does think that uh, there is never going to be any man in her life ever again. She was never going to allow any man near her ever again except Russell. Now to a reader reading this uh, it might come off as if she loves Russell so much that she doesn't think that she's ever going to love or she's not going she's never going to allow any other man near her but it's actually different because as I said she was raped by Russell. She was raped by her ex-husband and uh, uh, that's why actually I mentioned this uh, towards the beginning of the book so that I could talk about these issues as we go through the book. Uh, the reason why she thinks that she can't let any man ever near her is because of the trauma she felt when she was with Russell and the fact that since she was 17 she has only known just one man. She has known one person that's Russell who raped her and that's why she has this uh, grief, this panic, this despair around her and she kind of feels like Russell owns her and this is actually such an important thing that is you know talked about in this book the fact that Willow thinks that Russell owns her and this is something that you actually find out in the book again and again when you read it because Willow keeps thinking that throughout the book whenever Jordan comes close to her she always thinks that it's not possible because Russell owns her because that's how she feels the fact that Russell raped her makes her feel that he owns her now body and soul also, before Jordan declares his intentions for her, 
he asks willow if she had any contact with russell after they had gotten divorced and willow uh, reveals to him that she did but russell hadn't contacted her for the last year and uh, she thinks to herself that f- maybe finally russell has stopped loving her because uh, nowhere in the entire book does willow ever deny the fact that russell loves her russell does love her and according to her that is the thing that traumatizes her the most because it is the love that russell feels for her which uh, makes him do such horrible things to her it's not exactly we readers know that it's not the love that russell feels for her it's more like an obsession he's obsessed with her and he needs to have her any way he can now the fact that russell hadn't contacted her for the last year makes willow hopeful that maybe finally russell had stopped loving her maybe he was finally ready to let her go now as i said when jordan tells her about his intentions she runs away uh, she has a few words with her in-laws and then she leaves with danny the next morning we see willow danny and danny's babysitter mrs gibbons now remember the name mrs gibbons because this is going to be very important uh, Danny, Willow and Mrs. Gibbons are at the beach and Jordan visits them. Now, Jordan has a few tender moments with Danny. Uh, they have a lot of fun and then Jordan invites them to go to a castle with them. They decide to visit a castle together. Now, when they're visiting the castle, Jordan again tells De- uh, Willow that he wants to have an affair with her because he's so attracted to her. Willow tells him something very important. She tells him, "Please don't want me. If you think that I'm a gold digger, go ahead, be my guest. If you think that I got myself pregnant so that Russell could marry me, please go ahead think that I have no issues with it, but please don't want me." Now, this is this she's not playing coy here. She's not playing hard to get. She actually is trying to warn Jordan not to want her because she thinks that she could never be attracted to him. She thinks that she could never give him what she wants because of Russell. Now later we know that it's because Russell damaged her. She feels like Russell has completely damaged her and that's why she feels the way she feels. But to uh, a new reader to somebody else it might seem as if she is telling him not to love her because she's still in love with her ex-husband. Now Jordan also thinks that she's playing hard to get and he is very adamant about the fact that he is going to have an affair with her he still thinks she's a gold digger he he is not thinking that she's a very nice person he thinks she's a gold digger because when willow and russell got divorced willow took everything she could from uh, russell and that's what jordan tells her that russell loved you so much that he gave you everything you wanted after the divorce so it makes her seem like a gold digger even more now jordan asks willow out to dinner and Willow tells him no that she was not going to go with him but Jordan is very adamant he's very persistent he's stubborn and let me tell you it in the book it might seem that we are meeting Carol Mortimer's usual you know controlling hero again but this is the only moments in the entire book where Jordan is controlling throughout the rest of the book Jordan actually seems to, like a really nice guy i mean he is understanding his attending he's really nice and this is one of the very rare situations in this entire book where he's very stubborn when willow tells him she's not going to go out with him jordan tells her that if you don't come down from your room at the hotel at 8 o'clock i'm going to make a scene willow doesn't have any other option and she does go out with him she goes to his house now they have a very sweet conversation they have a lovely conversation while he's cooking dinner and they chat and they have fun and towards the end of the night they start making out they start making out and uh, it's getting very hot and heavy and it seems like they are going to go all the way and willow is very surprised by the way she is very surprised when she feels 
uh, attracted towards Jordan because when he starts kissing her, she thinks to herself that there is no way I'm going to feel anything for him. There is no way that I'm going to feel attracted towards him, but she does. And uh, it's also mentioned that it was his gentleness and his kindness with the way he was kissing her that made her attracted to him, that made her feel towards something, which kind of tells us that while she was married to Russell, she never had that kind of gentleness or kindness that Jordan was showing to her at that point of time. Now, they're getting very hot and heavy when suddenly they hear a noise. Both of them obviously stop and their clothes are off. So both of them are very hurriedly wearing their clothes. And who comes in but Willow's ex-husband, Russell Stewart? Now, this is also mentioned that when Jordan uh, meets Willow in the hotel before he takes her to his house, he tells her that he has come to know that Russell will be visiting soon. Now, this completely shocks and uh, scares Willow when she finds out that she will be meeting Russell after a year. Jordan tells her that it isn't sure that Russell might visit them. He might or might not, but there are news that he might be visiting. Now, the fear that Willow feels when she knows that Russell will be coming is proof enough that something is wrong, you know, because uh, if Russell had been a horrible husband, if Russell had been a trashy husband, I think the feeling she would have had was anger. She would have been angry. She would have been disgusted. She would have shown no intention of meeting Russell. But what Willow feels is fear. She is scared. She is horrified that she would be seeing Russell after an entire year. As they're getting hot and heavy with each other, Russell walks in on them. And although both of them try to get their clothes on very quickly, it's very apparent that something had been going on between them and Russell is not happy. Now, Willow is, as I said, she is completely scared when she sees Russell and Russell tries to play it off as very nice and he tries to look very calm when he sees both of them standing so close to each other but Willow knows from past experiences that Russell is not as happy or as normal as he looks and that he's very very angry inside. Now the moment Russell sees both of them he does ask them what's going on and both of them play it off very casually and Jordan tells Russell that why don't you sit down I'll go and drop Willow off at her hotel and uh, Russell tells Jordan not to worry and that he was going to take Willow and drop her off at the hotel. Now, not once does Willow stop Russell from doing that. I mean, the moment she saw Russell, she knew that he was angry. So it comes to mind that she might have asked Jordan to take her to the hotel, but she doesn't. The moment Russell tells her that he was going to take her to the hotel, she agrees. And she mentions it that if she hadn't done what Russell had asked her to do at that moment, Russell would have picked a fight with Jordan. She mentions it. And that's why she went with him. That's why she went to the hotel with him because she knew that if she hadn't done exactly what Russell wanted her to do, he would have picked up a fight with Jordan at that moment because he was very, very angry. Now, both of them drive to the hotel, but Russell does not take her to the hotel. He takes her to a beach. As they're in the car, Russell asks her if there is anything going on between her and Jordan and she denies it. She says there is absolutely nothing going on between Jordan and herself and Russell touches her leg as he's driving. He touches her leg very painfully and he tells her, remember you're mine and nobody is going to touch you the way I do. Now this is obviously a very possessive and a very threatening stance that he takes with her and Willow is very scared. Now, at the beach, as they're walking, Russell asks her again if there is something going on between Jordan and her, and she says no. And then there are a lot of times when Russell kisses her on the, be uh, on the beach. Both of them kiss, and uh, 
again willow is very weak when they stop kissing which again if somebody else reads it kind of looks like she's so passionate and she's so into the kiss that uh when they stop kissing she feels weak from all that passion but it isn't later we find out it's because she's scared of him and whenever they kiss she feels so traumatized that she goes weak but he discloses his plan to her while they're walking in the beach he tells her the reason why he had not contacted her for the entire year was because he had wanted her to miss him so obviously this is the ramblings of a crazy person now he had given her the opportunity to miss him and that now when she goes back to london again within 2 to 3 days he expects to meet her again and he expects them to continue seeing each other again the way they did after she had gotten in divorce from him now this is completely shocking to uh, willow she is completely horrified because uh, we had already read willow had started getting hopeful that maybe just maybe russell had started uh moving on from her but apparently not he had not moved on from her a bit and he had actually stayed away from her uh, the entire year because he was giving her giving her an opportunity to miss her as if anyways uh they kiss a few times russell kisses her i should he responds by the way it's not a forced kiss it's not as if he kisses her and she just stands there like a brick she actually responds she does kiss back which is again something that is very sad and very uh, i kind of feel like it's very normal for rape victims because they're so scared of their rapists that they kind of feel like that's exactly what they should do and keep in mind that she had been with him since she was 17 since she was so innocent and she was so young so it kind of seems like he had been grooming her which is a very which is a word that you find a lot in rape victims especially rape victims who are very young when they are raped russell basically groomed her since she was 17 and now she kisses him back because that's what she expects him to you know get from her now she comes back to the hotel and she finds out from mrs gibbons that uh, russell had actually gone to the hotel first to see danny and when he didn't find willow there mrs gibbons told him that she had gone over to jordans and that's why he had gone to jordans to find both of them together in suspicious circumstances now the next day willow goes back to her in-laws house because she will be leaving uh, the next day back to london for london so she visits her in-laws a last time with danny and uh, jordan is there again and we find that russell is there again she expected that she expected russell to be there again but what shocks her the most is when she gets to meet russell's girlfriend emerald now this part shocks everyone actually she, it, this shocks jordan this shocks russell's parents everyone because all of them thought that russell was very much in love with willow and it completely shocked them when they found out that he had a girlfriend now while she is talking with emerald emerald actually uh, kind of hints to willow that she was russell's mistress and that he might have had an affair with her while he had been married with willow and we see willow not really caring that much about it she even expects it she thinks to herself that uh, this might be completely natural that he had an affair with emerald while they were married because she couldn't give him what he wanted while they were married now while they're swimming russell and her again a scene which is very very sad because she doesn't want to be in the pool with russell but russell kind of forces her to be in the pool with him uh, there is a scene 
Jordan and she are talking again where Jordan is asking her what happened between between Russell and you last night and uh, she's very angry obviously she's very traumatized she has met her ex-husband after a year and this ex-husband is telling her that he will get back together with her after they go back to London so she's very traumatized she's horrified and she is not in the mood to take any more of Jordan's accusations so the moment he asks her uh, what had happened between Russell and her the previous night she just tells him oh yeah we kissed and then he just we made love in the beach is that what you want to hear is that the kind of person you think I am that I kissed you in your house and then I met my ex-husband and then we made love in the at the beach because if you think that fine go ahead that's exactly what I did peace now Jordan is very angry about it and he doesn't really believe her which I kind of like he doesn't believe her completely and he keeps asking her again and again like are you telling me the truth is that really what happened and of leaves but Russell does see them together so in the pool Russell is asking her again if, if there's something going on between Willow and Jordan and Willow again tells him nope there's nothing of that sort happening between us and that's when we find out a bit about Jordan's life because Russell tells her that Jordan actually went through something very similar like their situation when Jordan was young he had gotten one of his girlfriends pregnant Claudia if I'm not wrong Claudia and she was pregnant and Jordan had just been about to marry her because but Claudia met a richer guy while she was pregnant with Jordan's baby and this richer guy did not want another man's baby so what she did was in order to marry this richer guy she aborted Jordan's baby and that's why Jordan you know doesn't really like Willow because he thinks that she did exactly what his ex-girlfriend had done. She had gotten pregnant to marry Russell. The only difference was that she hadn't aborted her baby and she had actually married Russell. But that was just because she hadn't met a richer guy the way Jordan's ex-girlfriend had. When she hears this, obviously Willow is heartbroken about this is actually another thing that the readers do too. Kind of justifies why Jordan Jordan's life, the fact that uh, his baby was aborted by his ex-girlfriend and she's she feels for him completely but she hates or he dislikes her the way he did because of something very similar he went through in his past life now, in the pool party Simone Russell's mother discloses to Willow that she is not a fan of Emerald too and she's actually scared that Russell might marry Emerald in the future and she tells uh, Willow that Willow herself is much more preferable than Emerald is. She finds it very ironical because when she got married to Russell, Simone had not been happy at all. She had not been accepted into the family uh, very happily because just like Jordan, her in-laws also thought that she had married Russell for his money and they didn't really think that she was up to their status. So whenever she went to the parties, whenever she met their friends, none of them looked very... Uh, nicely very graciously to her and they all of them thought that she was a gold digger in the pool party we also see emerald getting very up and personal with jordan and this is something that willow does not like unlike when emerald had disclosed to willow that she had an affair with russell while they were married willow hadn't reacted at all in fact willow said that she had expected it and she didn't really care about it she was like fine you can have him you know what the hell but the moment she saw emerald sitting very close to jordan and 
you know her hands going everywhere willow gets very angry she feels something very odd in her chest she doesn't know it's jealousy but she feels very, something very odd in her chest it might be because willow had never been jealous before these are things these are feelings that she's feeling for the first time attraction jealousy love like these are things that she's feeling for the first time because she never felt those things with russell now that day when they come back to the hotel jordan calls her and they meet up in the restaurant of the hotel again and this time again jordan asks her to have an affair with him and willow declines him she rejects his offer and jordan misunderstands the situation he thinks that she's doing this because she's still in love with russell she's still in love with her ex-husband and this obviously uh, makes jordan very angry it makes him very sad and there's even a conversation he also indirectly hints to her that he, he might not be in love with her but he likes her because when uh, willow kind of uh, taunts him that oh yeah you told me that we would have an affair but you won't feel anything towards me he stops her and he tells her that this might not be true anymore which kind of tells us that jordan might start liking her and this is again something that i really approved of in this book that the hero was open with his feelings he didn't just keep it within himself the moment he felt something for willow he actually came out and he said it so he hints at her that yep i it might not be true anymore you know the fact that i told you that i won't like you it's it's not true anymore i have started liking you but still willow rejects him because Russell had warned her that she should not go anywhere near Jordan and she is scared of Russell that she would not be going near Jordan anytime soon. Now Jordan is obviously angry, he is heartbroken and he leaves and after she goes back to her hotel room, this time Russell comes and meets her in the restaurant again. She climbs down from her room and she meets him again and Russell drops her a bombshell. He tells her that although he might be having an affair with Emerald, he definitely expects to get back together with Willow when she goes back to London the next day. And after she goes back to London the next day, he expects to remarry her again very soon. Now, this is news to Willow and she's devastated. She's completely devastated. She doesn't know what to do. She's she's so scared because think about it. This man was her rapist and after she had divorced him she had finally thought that she was free of her rapist she was she had let go of that horrifying traumatizing part of her life and this man comes back in her life again and tells her that he intends to remarry her again she has to go back to that life again so willow obviously she tells him nope not happening i'm not marrying you again and russell tells her about a deal that both of them previously had and he tells her that if you don't marry me i am going to go back on our deal now again we are not told what the deal is we find that out at the end of the book and i'm going to tell you that at the end of the book because i have already given you too many spoilers now he tells her that and that deal is important enough that in spite of the fact that she is horrified of him she agrees to marry him she says that fine i'll remarry you when's the day and she says this in a very dead voice she says this in a very hollow voice which is so traumatizing which is so sad because we know that she has already accepted the fate that she was going back to her rapist again because of this deal that they had made in the past now after russell is so happy he leaves and this time she just wants to feel happy again she wants to feel something this this deadness that she has inside of her this 
this thing, the fact that she has to marry Russell again, she needs to get over it. And she doesn't really think about it. She doesn't even call Mrs. Gibbons to inform her. She just leaves the hotel. She leaves the hotel and she goes to Jordan's house. Now, the moment Jordan opens the door, she, she goes to his house to have sex with him. She goes to his house to just have one night of passion because she knows that after she gets married to Russell, her life is over. She was going back to her rapist again. She was never going to have a happy day in her life. So she goes back to Russell to have one night of happiness with him. But the moment he opens the door, she starts crying. Because, I mean, it's understandable. She's, the moment she sees him, he's kind of like a place of comfort to her because of his kindness. She feels a sense of home with him. So the moment she sees him, she starts crying. And she's sobbing. She keeps on sobbing. And Russell is, uh, I'm sorry, Jordan is amazing in this situation. He holds her. He doesn't know what's happened, but he holds her and he calms her down. And then he very calmly, he takes off her clothes. Uh, Willow gets very shocked. She thinks that he is, you know, making a move on her, but he clears it up. He says that, nope, I'm not making a move on you. I'm taking your clothes off so that I can push you into the shower so that you can take a, you know, you can calm yourself down under all that water. So he takes off her clothes in a very, very mechanical way. He doesn't look at her at all. And he pushes her into the shower. She stands there trying to calm herself down. And then she calls Jordan into the shower and they have a very intimate scene in there they still don't have sex but they do have an intimate scene they get very hot and heavy with each other and then both of them walk out they're in bed they are again they're getting very hot and heavy and suddenly Willow stops because she was a rape victim she has never felt passion she has never felt kindness in her life so she doesn't know if she can go through with it and the moment Jordan feels this he stops he stops completely. He doesn't do anything. He calms her down and he tells her, I don't expect anything from you. And if you don't want to do it, it's fine. And then he just puts his hand over his head and he pretends to go to sleep. Now, this is kindness that Willow has never felt in her life. This is a kindness to a level that she has never, ever experienced. And this completely breaks her off. And then she kind of touches Jordan and then they have sex. And by the way, this is completely by her uh, acceptance. This is completely by her permission. Love. And the next morning she wakes up. Jordan is not in his room. She goes down and Jordan seems so happy. He's really happy that he got to have the night with her. And he tells her of his plans. The fact that after she goes back to London, he is going to visit her. They're going to have an affair. And... Uh, Willow stops him. She stops him and Jordan kind of misunderstands the situation. He thinks that uh, the reason why she has stopped him is because uh, she is scared for Danny. The fact that Danny might find, find out about their affair and Jordan kind of calms her down saying, oh, don't worry about it. We are going to see each other during weekends so that Danny doesn't have any idea. You can meet me, you know, anywhere in, at a hotel or something and then we can have an affair and it will be fun. And then Willow just shuts him down. She's like, nope, it's not happening. The one night that we spent was amazing but uh, no it's it's not happening and Jordan he basically tells her that he likes her because and he it, it's taken out of him he's like what do you want to hear do you think that I still have no feelings for you if you think that's it then let me tell you I do have feelings for you I like you I like you a lot and I see something promising in the future which is basically just saying that he loves her but uh, she still doesn't respond she says I don't care what kind of feelings you have for me, but it's not going to happen. Jordan, very understandably, he is very angry because he thinks that she was using him. She was using him for as a one-night stand. 
and uh, he is walking out and willow stops him and tells him that i really liked it and thank you for last night and jordan is not having any of it and he just leaves now willow comes back she is heartbroken she comes back to her hotel and that very day she leaves for london and she does expect to see jordan again but what she doesn't expect is to see jordan that very day after she comes back to london jordan meets her in the evening and he is pissed he is so pissed he he looks tired which is evident of the fact that he had been working the entire day and he just came over from jersey to london just to see her and he is so angry and we find out pretty quickly why he is angry it's because russell had gone over to his parents house and he had jordan had been there too and he had told them that he and willow were getting married in a week so obviously this pissed jordan off because he thought that willow already knew about it she was going to marry russell in a week and she had sex with jordan and jordan is heartbroken he feels betrayed he thinks that she had a one night stand before her marital life you know it was just it was kind of like a last hurrah before she got married to russell again and she had sex with him while she knew that she was going to marry russell in a week which is just wrong on so many levels but uh, by her expression jordan finds out pretty quickly that willow had no idea that they were getting married in a week but he does ask her that did you know that you were going to marry russell and she says yes which again it it pisses off jordan that knowing that she knew that she was going to remarry his cousin but still she had sex with him it it speaks it it's like she was cheating on russell she was cheating on Ro- jordan she was cheating on both the guys at the same time and uh, jordan leaves he leaves and this time willow knows that she was never going to see jordan again in her life because for him she had betrayed him at the worst level now after jordan leaves willow finally realizes that russell intends them to get married in a week and this this is the time when she realizes that she can't she can't marry russell she could not go back to that life because maybe when she had said yes to russell she had said it in the heat of the moment she had said this uh, after he had uh, reminded her of the deal and she had told him yes because you know she wanted to get away from the deal but now when she realized that she had to marry him within a week and she had to get back to that life she knew that she couldn't do it especially now that she knew that she was in love with jordan she never loved russell but now she was in love with jordan now this acceptance this revelation of the fact that she was in love with jordan is actually very understandable in this case because if you remember i had talked about this very thing in my previous episode when i was talking about passionate lover i was kind of uh, making jokes about the fact that the hero and the heroine fall in love with each other so easily which is kind of missing in this book because there are so many reasons why willow could have fallen in love with jordan in this very short period of time she did fall in love with him in this short period of time but it's understandable in this case because jordan showed her the love care kindness gentleness that she had wanted all her life and something that she had missed all her life because uh, another thing that i forgot about mentioning is that her parents actually were happy when she got married to russell she also reveals this at the end of the book but uh, when her parents found out that she was pregnant by russell they were actually very happy when jordan accused her that her parents were 
happy that she had married such a rich guy she doesn't really defend them because it was actually true her parents were happy when she married russell and they were happy because of the money russell had it wasn't because they were happy for their daughter it wasn't because she was marrying russell for love it was because they were she was marrying a very rich guy and that's the reason why she was not in contact with her parents anymore she does say this she is not in contact with her parents after she got divorced from russell now so it's pretty obvious that willow never had the kind of attention the love that she found with jordan uh, she never had that with her parents she never had that with russell with her in-laws and that's why she had fallen in love with jordan she decides she cannot marry russell there is no way she was going to marry russell she goes to mrs gibbons Dennis babysitter and she tells her that I'm going to go to Russell and I'm going to tell him that I cannot marry him it's impossible she goes to Russell and she's expecting him to be pissed he she's expecting him to be angry for him to break things she's expecting him to you know maybe even hit her if possible because she was going to reject him she goes to Russell and she tells him that she was not going to marry him also when she meets Russell Russell tells her that he knows that Jordan had visited her in the hotel the night Russell told her they were going to get married and also that Willow had spent the night with Jordan now Willow is shocked she is surprised that Russell knew that she had no idea that Russell had been following her but now Willow is shocked surprised that Russell knew that and she realized that Russell had her followed Russell had her followed for the entire year that they hadn't talked so even though they had no contact with each other russell still had tabs on her he still had somebody follow her everywhere to make sure that she didn't have a guy with her she wasn't having an affair and such now willow is even more disgusted and she tells him that she was not going to marry him and she, as i said she expects russell to be angry she expects russell to throw things to tell her that he was going to marry her but he does none of that he tells her fine if you don't want to marry me there is nothing i can do and just go now willow is very very sure that this is not the end of it because the obsession russell has with her the violence that russell has within him it's not natural that he would let her go so easily so she expects him to do something but he doesn't he just tells her to go but she kind of feels in her heart that this is not the end this is not the end and this thing was going to get bad now she leaves and the next morning because she has been gone for so many days to jersey she has a lot of work and so she lets mrs gibbons and danny go alone to have breakfast at a restaurant and she promises to meet them uh, at the same place at lunch now when she goes to lunch she finds out that mrs gibbons had actually been hurt and that danny had been kidnapped it becomes very obvious to willow that it was actually russell who had kidnapped danny and she knew this the moment she found out danny was kidnapped she knew it was russell and she knew that this was the reaction that he had after he found out that she had rejected him and that he had gone after her weakest spot he had gone after the person she loved the most again she was devastated she was comple- she completely broke down she, obviously her daughter had just been kidnapped by a madman he was a psycho and uh, mrs gibbons goes and calls her in-laws that evening her in-laws simone and david and jordan come visit her they uh, fly over from jersey to find out what's happening and simone the moment she comes in she starts blaming mrs gibbons and willow because danny is kidnapped 
obviously simone thinks that willow is not a good mom that she hasn't been taking good care of danny and that's why danny has been kidnapped and she asks for russell to be informed that his daughter has been kidnapped and that's when mrs gibbons reveals to everyone that it was in fact russell who had kidnapped danny now simon does not believe mrs gibbons she thinks that mrs gibbons is making up this story because she had been so uh, negligent with danny and now she's putting the entire blame on russell saying that oh he had taken her away while she wasn't looking even now simon doesn't realize that they are actively talking about russell kidnapping danny she thinks that what mrs gibbons is trying to say is that russell had taken away danny to have a fun day to have you know a father daughter kind of a leisurely day she still doesn't understand that russell had kidnapped danny when mrs gibbons tells her that nope russell had actually kidnapped danny with the intention of hurting willow simon just rejects the entire idea she was like nope she he cannot do this he loves willow so much he loves danny so much how the hell why the hell would a father kidnap his daughter it doesn't make any sense and that's when mrs gibbons tells willow that it's high time that willow tell them everything willow tell them the entire story and willow is so broken down at this point of time that she can't she tells mrs gibbons that i don't want to i just can't just leave me alone and it's mrs gibbons who tells them the whole story and that's how we find out what actually happened with willow as the story goes willow had met russell when she was 17 they had met each other at a party and russell immediately fell in love with Rus- uh, willow now they went out a couple of times and by their third date russell had proposed to willow he had proposed marriage to her and willow had rejected him because she didn't feel anything of that sort to him she didn't love him and most importantly she was 17 you can't expect a 27 year old man to come and propose to a 17 year old girl marriage by the way and expect her to say yes so willow had obviously said no because she hadn't she didn't love him and russell even then he had taken it very calmly he had taken it very sportingly and then he invited her to his house for a cup of coffee when she v- went with him to his house he raped her he raped her again and again and against her consent and after she came back home 5 weeks later she found out she was pregnant now she told her parents the whole story she told them that she had gotten pregnant by russell and that he had raped her now her parents being the greedy people her parents were actually the gold diggers they were so happy that she had gotten pregnant by such a rich man that they completely brushed over the fact that she had been raped they told her that she was raped because she was a naughty girl and that maybe russell had been punishing her now this is a classic blaming the victim thing that happened here because her parents were so happy they were so ecstatic that she had been raped by a rich guy and the fact that she had gotten married by uh, she had gotten pregnant by him that they completely they just completely ignored the fact that their own daughter that their only daughter had been raped by him they completely ignored it and they blamed the entire situation on her that she deserved it she deserved the rape that happened to her now and they called russell up they told him that she was pregnant and when he asked her to marry him again she rejected him that's when 
he bought a house for her parents he promoted her father from a lowly position to a high position so that they would pressurize her more to marry russell and finally she said yes and uh, russell actually told her that if this rape hadn't worked if she hadn't gotten pregnant because that was his intention all along the reason why he had raped her was so that she would get pregnant if she hadn't gotten pregnant then he would have raped her again and again until she got pregnant so that he could marry her now after they got married she was not well received by her in-laws because none of them knew the true story she was raped the entire time she was married to russell she was raped by him every day she was raped by him every night and uh, that was the love he showed her and she tried she even tells him that she tried to make their marriage work because now that she was married she tried to marry make their marriage work but it was impossible she didn't feel anything for russell and she hated him she hated him the entire time that they were married and after danny was born russell had nothing to do with danny by the way he showed no sort of fatherly feeling towards danny he was actually jealous of danny after she was born because willow would spend so much time with danny and by the end of one year of danny being born willow knew that she couldn't take it anymore she couldn't take it anymore and she decided to leave russell now russell at first he begged her to stay he told her that he would love her he would give her the attention that she wanted but she just couldn't because she didn't feel anything towards him and he didn't care for what she felt and he kept raping her so she was adamant that she was going to leave at the end russell did say yes he did uh, agree to divorcing her but on one condition what was that he admitted that because they were getting divorced it was a mutual divorce he was going to have parental rights to danny he was going to have he could have parental visits to danny now he was going to have those visits with danny on the weekends but when he was going to visit danny danny was not going to be the object of his visit he was not going to visit danny for her he was going to visit danny for willow because when willow bought brought danny with her to meet russell he expected willow to have sex with him he wanted to have consensual relationship with willow uh, even after they got married and he wanted to have them during their his parental rights so he didn't really care for danny he didn't want to meet danny at all what he wanted was willow now after willow even denied him that he threatened her and this is where we come to the deal he tells her that if she doesn't do what he asks her to do he was going to tell the entire world that danny was the child of rape now willow although she knew that she could take it she didn't really care about it but because willow was going to become such a popular person as a fashion designer and russell and his entire family were so popular she knew that this stigma of being a rape child was going to affect danny for the rest of her life and she couldn't do it as a mother she couldn't let her child go through that so she agreed to it she agreed that yes after they got divorced she will meet russell every weekend and this time it wasn't going to be rape it it's kind of rape i mean i'm not going to say it's not a rape because even now she didn't really accept him mentally but she did accept him physically because uh, willow says that this time she did have sex with him consensually but i i would still call it rape because she didn't really accept him uh, from her mind she just did it so that her daughter won't be harmed now they did it for 2 years and then the previous year 
as I, as it's already mentioned, Russell completely cut off all contacts with her and uh, Willow had started hoping that maybe Russell had moved on and he wouldn't need to meet her again and they won't meet at the weekends and he won't have sex with her. But as we later find out, that wasn't Russell's intention at all. He had been giving her a chance to miss him and now he had decided to remarry her. Now, that's when Willow admits to everyone sitting there that the reason why Russell had kidnapped Danny was because Willow had gone to him the previous day and told him that she could not marry him. Now, this is where Jordan just, he's, you could feel him. He was clutching her shoulder the entire time, supporting her. But this is when you, Willow could feel, because we don't know what's happening in Jordan's mind. Willow could feel him stiffen because he realized that it had happened after he had visited her. And he realized that she wasn't going to marry Russell because she didn't love him. Now, after everything happens Simone listens to this at first she denies the entire situation and then she passes out she faints and she passes out and Jordan walks out of the house now Willow thinks that Jordan left because he was disgusted with her he was angry he was disgusted because she had stayed with her rapist for so long because she didn't have the strength to you know run away from her rapist to take action against her rapist and she thinks that he's you know he he hates her now Simone keeps passing out the entire night. She wakes up, she passes out, she is given a lot of meds to keep her down. The next day, Jordan comes back and this time he has Danny and Russell with him. Now at first we don't really see Russell because Danny, uh, Danny is there, she hugs. Uh, oh, uh, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot to mention. When Simone was blaming Mrs. Gibbons for her negligence with Danny, resulting in her getting kidnapped, Willow reveals that Mrs. Gibbons is not Danny's babysitter. Mrs. Gibbons is actually Danny's bodyguard. Mrs. Gibbons had been hired by Willow when she got divorced from Russell so that Russell could come nowhere near Danny and Russell could never use Danny against Willow. So basically Willow knew beforehand that something might happen to Danny exactly the way it had had and that's why she had hired Mrs. Gibbons from the beginning. So she is not her babysitter, she is her bodyguard. Now when Danny is brought back, she hugs Willow, Willow is ecstatic, she is so relieved that her daughter is back and she puts Danny and she puts her to sleep and then she comes down and she sees Russell is standing there beaten up. He has his eyes swollen, his cheeks are swollen, his face is all broken up. It's pretty obvious that Jordan had done the beating because his knuckles were all torn up. So uh, everyone starts accusing Russell and Russell, he very calmly, he tells everyone that he hadn't kidnapped Danny at all. He had actually asked Willow's permission before he had taken Danny away. He looks at Willow, he looks at her directly and he tells her, tell them that I had asked your permission to take Danny away. They think that I've kidnapped Danny. Tell them that I had asked you if I could take Danny and you had given me their permission. Now, you could see that Willow wanted to say yes. And this is a very important part because Willow knows, everyone knows that Russell had actively kidnapped Danny, but Willow had been doing exactly what he says for so long that even though she knew that Russell was lying, when Russell asked her to vouch for him, when Russell asked her to lie for him, she wanted to lie for him. She wanted to say yes. She kept thinking that she wanted to say yes. She had the urge to say yes. She wanted to save him because that's what he expected of her. That's how he controlled her. That's the moment when Jordan comes and he hugs her and he tells her, you don't have to lie for him anymore. Tell everyone exactly what happened. And he tells her, don't worry, 
I'm not, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to have help you. I'm going to help Danny. I'm going to support you both. Now Russell gets very angry. He tells Jordan, "Don't you dare say that because I am going to marry her." And Jordan threatens Russell saying that even if Willow wants to marry you, I'm not going to let her marry you. I'm going to kill you before that happens. So Willow sees the sees the support that Jordan gives her. She she feels like he's going to marry her out of pity so she doesn't really believe that part but the fact that he ha- was supporting her she becomes very she is very touched by that and finally she gets that strength because finally you know and this is such a sad thing finally she has somebody who supports her the support that her f- parents hadn't given her her parents had betrayed her when russell had raped her finally she has someone who supports her you know when even when she married russell her in-laws hadn't supported her basically because she hadn't exactly told him everything but still she had never had any s- sort of r- support when it came to russell so she was so touched by what jordan was doing that she finally tells russell screw you and you actually kidnapped danny now the moment she says this russell obviously calls her a liar he tells her that she is a bitch and that you know she was a gold digger and everything and that's when simone comes down she had been up in willow's room the entire time because she was passed out she comes down and russell knows that he knows that she is his only supporter the woman who had spoiled him and she walks up to him and he expects her to support him but she slaps him she finally realizes him for the animal that she is and uh, david previously russell's father had come up to willow and she had uh, he had told willow that uh, he should have seen the signs because russell had always been a stubborn a possessive a controlling kind of a boy even when he was young even when uh, you know he would never share his toys and jordan sinclair by the way he had been adopted kind of not adopted but he had been fostered by uh, the stewards after his parents passed away when he was a kid so when he was brought to their house even then uh, russell had not taken it very happily he had been very possessive of everything he was very possessive of his toys of his parents and he had not given jordan an easy time uh, with the fact that jordan was sharing his house now and that's also one of the reason david tells willow that they never had any other kid other than russell because they knew that any other kid after russell would not be treated very well by russell himself now this is something that simone also finally realizes that her son was abnormal her son was psychotic her son was insane and she slaps him and she starts screaming for the police she starts screaming for the police to come and kid uh, and to arrest him because she, he had kidnapped danny and she finally comes up to willow and she apologizes to willow saying we stayed in the same house but we never realized that my son was raping you all this time so i'm really sorry and i hope you can forgive me and i hope you finally have found the happiness that you deserve indicating to jordan now russell takes this opportunity of them you know saying sorry to each other and he kind of escapes at that moment because he knows that every single one of them were going to have him arrested so he runs away and uh, his parents give jordan and willow a bit of time and they leave they leave the room and they go to the kitchen and this is when willow kind of tells jordan you know she tells him thank you but she feels that jordan had asked her to marry him out of pity out of sympathy because she's a rape victim and he doesn't really love her and this is the moment when we have the declaration scene where jordan tells her that he had actually been in love with her from the moment he saw her from the moment russell brought her to their house uh 
as his wife and he had been in love with her but uh, he was disgusted with himself for being in love with his cousin's wife also because he thought that she was exactly like his ex-girlfriend Claudia for be- getting pregnant by Russell and having him marry her but after she came back after three years to Jersey and he met her he realized that she was nothing like his ex-girlfriend because unlike his ex-girlfriend who had aborted her baby after she found a better man Willow had actually given birth to Danny and now that he knows that Danny was born out of rape Willow had even more of a reason to abort Danny but she didn't she kept Danny she loved her she was an amazing mom to her and that's why he fell more and more in love with her as the days went by so this obviously makes Willow very happy they kiss they hug and uh, uh, they decide to get married and then suddenly we have uh, the police inspector coming to into their house and they are told that while Russell was escaping he came across an accident and he is dead so you know in a very typical Mills and Boone kind of a situation it ties up all loose ends the villain of the story is finally dead and uh, Willow and uh, Jordan have a very happy life we are we see a epilogue to the entire story and we find that Willow has just given birth to a son I think it was two years after this entire incident she has just given birth to a son and Mrs. Gibbons is still there even though she isn't required anymore because Russell is dead but she's still there because she loves this family so much Uh, Russell's parents although they were devastated after he passed away now they're getting over it and now they're uh, getting more and more involved with Willow and Jordan's family and Uh, They were actually waiting outside to welcome Willow's new son and it's it's a very happy story all around. They are very happy. This book was amazing. I mean, I remember reading it and loving it from the beginning till the end. I mean, the love story in this book did kind of take a backseat. It's not as uh, passionate and hot and heavy as you have the other Mills and Boone novel, but I kind of feel like it deals with important issues like rape and the psychology of a rape victim and the fear they have towards their rapist especially when they have lived with them for so long and uh, the subject of grooming that we see in case of Willow uh, as Russell had groomed her from the age she was 17. I did go to a particular website and I read a few of the comments of readers and there were a few not many but a few readers who were kind of uh, uh, kind of disappointed by the fact that uh, this book wasn't as romantic as they wanted it to be they had expected a lot of passionate scenes intimate scenes uh, that you have in other Mills and Boone novels and they didn't really like it but uh, I kind of feel like this book was even better than other Mills and Boone novel because it dealt with so many uh, serious issues and I kind of found it more romantic because of the attention and the importance that Jordan gave her throughout these times because as I said Jordan was amazing in this book he was nothing like the other Mills and Boone books of Carol Mortimer he was understanding and except that first scene where he was so stubborn that she should go out with him not once in the entire book was he unsupportive or was he controlling I mean he was so supportive of her even when she found out about Russell when she revealed things about Russell he knew immediately where Russell would have gone he was the one who saved Danny he was just amazing there are maybe like one or two issues in the book that I still have uh, but I'm not gonna mention them because I mean I don't really think it should be mentioned because of how good this book otherwise is mistakes can be made Uh, as I said when I first read that Willow had married at the age of 17 I was a bit hesitant and I thought that it was just going to be like the other books but as I said later at the end we find out that she was 
raped and that she had to get married because she was so young and she was so innocent and her parents were absolute trash and so she had to marry Russell and she had a horrible horrible life Jordan was old the age difference is still intact in this book Jordan is i think above 35 in this book which is fine i mean this book was so good that i completely glaze over the other things one of the things that i should mention is uh, there was this one user who said that it's ironical that uh, russell is painted as a villain in this book because there are other books by uh, in the milson moon novel where this very characteristic of a hero being a uh, controlling possessive getting extremely angry if some other man comes near the heroine is actually some of the traits that you find in the hero and it's kind of uh, funny that uh, in this book it makes russell a villain just because the heroine did not love him in other books if the heroine loved the guy these are the very same traits you have in the hero and it's completely fine it's it's very romantic actually the heroine is so happy when this comes out uh, when the hero is uh, behaving in such a manner but as i said i mean it's fine uh, i kind of feel like this is better because in this book you kind of realize that these are traits that are not good you know you have other books where these are traits which are so talked up about and the heroine is so gooey and melty when the hero does these things but i feel like this book was on point that it kind of shows you that nope if these kind of things happen run run away the way willow did in this book and go for a guy who's like jordan marry a guy who's supportive and nice as as gentle and kind as jordan is this book was amazing but i will say one thing about passionate lovers and other books of carol mortimer two things actually i have read a lot of books of carol mortimer and there are two things that are very good about the book one the intimate scenes are very very passionate which is i think something that comes with the job because you're a harlequin milson boon writer you need to have the intimate scenes on point because that's the main part I think that's one of the things and the second things that I really like about Carol Mortimer is the way she writes. It's amazing. I mean, I am an English literature student. I have studied literature for the last 5 years and throughout my life and I would say that the way she writes is actually very good. Uh she writes in a very uh, classy and a very intelligent in a humorous way and I really like it. So these are two things that I've always liked about Carol Mortimer in all of her books, but this book was especially noteworthy for me because of the way she handled the rape thing and there are a lot of books that i have read where the protagonist or the supporting character or one of the character is raped but they are always kind of glazed over i mean it's mentioned that they are raped and there might be a few scenes where they talk about it they talk about how traumatized they are and something or the other but this book is a book where you can kind of see the psychology of the rape victim you can see how willow feels towards Russell throughout the book I mean when he kisses her she responds to him when uh, Jordan comes close to her she tells him not to want her not because she loves Russell but because of the fact because of the effect Russell had on her because of the trauma that Russell had on her so these are some very realistic things that I kind of feel like was shown by Carol Mortimer in this book I'm really thankful for her for the way she handled it it was amazing and uh, that's why i think if i had to rate the book i would rate the book like 4 maybe 4.5 out of 5 because it was amazing i really loved it and especially because it's a milson boon novel where you don't expect these kind of serious things to be addressed i will be 
reviewing other books of hers. I actually have another book that I want to review, which is also a nice book, a book that I really liked, uh, which uh, is a bit different. It, it doesn't deal with serious issues such as this. It deals with a mystery plot, a mystery plot that I read. And I really liked that book, uh, again, because it's a Milson Boone novel and it had such an interesting plot point. So I might talk about that in future episodes. And uh, I will talk about other problematic books of her don't worry I'm not gonna talk about serious issues all the time I am going to talk about other Carol Mortimer books that are very problematic I also have some books in that account in mind so I'm going to be reviewing them in the future uh, anyways that's it for today thank you for listening and uh, I know this video went on for longer than it usually does and it's because I was talking about these kind of issues the rapes and everything so uh, the other episodes i don't think it would go on as longer but still uh, thank you for listening and uh, if you want to read this book i don't know if you can buy this book because when i went to a website i found out that it just has nine editions to it uh, so i don't know if you can buy the book if you can please buy it you can find it on amazon i think you can find if you can find it on other websites please do but even if you can't i suggest you buy it or if you get it from the internet and please read it and uh, it's amazing it's again carol mortimer the velvet promise published in 1987 again if you have any comments if you have read the book in your past if you intend to read the book if you just want to talk to me please 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 comment please send me an email on whimsicalreviews11 at the rate of gmail.com or follow me on instagram and facebook by the name whimsical reviews and you can drop me a dm in instagram and we can talk have a chat and uh, please tell me what you think and thank you for listening see you in the next episode bye